Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Well, I don't think we're that late. I mean, after all, it's just like a few minutes. No, just one minute. Eh, no, actually too early because uh, it's still 2020. One way or another, I have some optimism for the new year, and it's been a crazy time. But, you know, for old time's sake, <laughs> let's just go on ahead and get it in because welcome to the J-Man Show here on K360 Radio. What's going on, J360 Legion? Ha! Welcome back to the J-Man Show for episode 184 at year's end. I'm your host, J-Man, of course, and man, I'm just sitting back here chilling. Got Paul Blart on the TV because there's nothing else on. And then not only that, I just want to go ahead and have a nice, uh, cozy New Year's Eve for a change, you know? I mean, look. To be honest with you, it would be nice to go out there and be social butterflying it up or going ahead and see like who could be a part of the staff next year and all. But mm, a little bit of something called um, COVID I'm floating around so I can't get out there to do that. But you know what? That's what a lot of people are doing and stuff. But I'm sure some of y'all are socializing in some way. Some of y'all are doing it through Zoom. Some of y'all are pretty much drunk right now and Talking to your imaginary friends. I saw a pink elephant not too long ago, but that's because, you know, I was looking at this thing that was on TV and I don't drink. So, you know, like, and even if you start to say like, you know, Jay, do you drink? And it's like this, you know what? Mind your business. But no, really, I don't drink. Told you I gave that stuff up. But I'm telling you, I do know what the festive animal is of tonight. And while you're out there doing this stuff, you know, enjoy yourself. Yes, be safe, stay clean. And, um, of course, social distance. And as I say all that stuff, it seemed like you've been saying it throughout the whole year. That's because we have. (laughs) Man, look. I I look at it from time to time and I'm like this. 2020. How can you sum it up? As a massive bust? As something that, you know, had a lot of promise but went to the wayside and... Much like the Phillies in the post, there was no postseason. You know, like little things like that when I think about doing this and all. And, and you see, this year's year's end. I mean, I try to look back on certain things that were of significance and pretty much like, well, can we say that it was good or can we say that it was bad or do we just say it was indifference? I would check other, but here's the real. 2020, in a way... While it was an umbrella of many things, and it was a festering zit that was about to pop when it came to things on the political side, as well as, like, job side and all that, it wasn't that bad. And you don't want to know why I say this, right? Because there was some life lessons to learn from it. I mean, true, true. Look, 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 hear me now. 
I'm sure some of y'all were turned off by that because the thing is, is that a lot of y'all are probably thinking that it was, you, you know, it wasn't necessarily your favorite year. And as it shouldn't be, it, it, you know, it's not going to be anyone's favorite year. But, you know, on those rare occasions when me and my mom agree, she had one thing right. You know, every year it was like, at least you survived 2016. At least you survived 2017, 2018, and then 2019, and then, you know, we're here. That That's her point of it. I always said that 2020 was more or less like a giant, <laughs> like a pop, uh, pretty much the cherry on a crap Sunday. Because, you know, you got the bottom layer that was 2016. You got the layer on top that was 2017. And then you got that triple decker right there, which was 18. And then 19 was like the chocolate syrup on top of the stank chocolate. And then, of course, you know, 2020 was just right there for the right picking. And then you see Donald Trump eating that stuff. And it, as it rightfully should be, because if anything, what 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 would you expect an a-hole to do other than just upchuck you know, I, I had that stuff a lot more. <laughs> I would go as far to say what I was going to say, but you know what? The Hangout show's coming in February, so we'll save it for that. And not only that, it's uncut. Yeah, just like it's a former predecessor, or I should say prototype form, which was J360 Radio Live. Yeah, I'm keeping that show uncut because, you know, some of us, we just can't a lot on our chest. And one way or another, we got to say it in the most lowbrow, straightforward ignorant way possible well and then there's times where you know cussing's just a little bit of fun um when you use it right because you got some people that are just like oh come on man like like cut it out you know what i mean too many f-bombs but yeah we're gonna have some fun with that show and i made sure one way or another you guys are gonna get at least a lot of wisdom and plenty of side-splitting laughter much like you do here right now and i and i mean like think about it though like just just all that stuff right there, if you think about it, was also seeded by all the things of not taking action or not being responsible throughout the years that preceded it. So when 2020 came along, a lot of people were talking about like how, you know, stellar it was going to be. And, you know, every holiday was just about on the Friday or something. And we were all going to be like, you know, just just chilling like the future has finally come and there's no going back well we're half right the future did come but it came with a lot of problems and it came with a lot of same old problems you know stuff like that that you learn from like when you're sitting on tv and you're watching somebody that goes ahead and blow hearts all the time and tells you like fake news and nothing but drama here and china's responsible but at the same time we still buy a bunch of stuff that's manufactured out of china or you know it goes like this Black Lives Matter spurled up again, even during the height of a pandemic. And you see, once again, the powers that be did not take responsibility for that. You know, there was more added to the Black Lives Matter list than above and beyond sometimes. And you see, like, it's just too many more people. I can't even name all of them right off the bat. And then let alone the ones that are not reported or just come along through the report late. Like, it's unbelievable and then you say something like defund the police which means to cut back on a lot of the spending for the police you know what i mean like all that swat gear and everything else like cut back on certain aspects of it not hey guess what these guys are out here serving uh, serving the public trust and um you know let's go ahead and take their paychecks from people got that twisted sorely 
If anything, you got to see all of this stuff as a concentrated form of the years that preceded it, which is why a lot of people, you know, have been upset about it. In addition to having to stay home and certain events and things are being canceled and stuff. But you see, if anything, we got to see like a lot of that stuff presented in virtual form, which more or less is not the same kick. But then there's times where you look at it as like, hey, at least I'm getting a presentation in some form. Because some people will just all out cancel and never even try. I always figure this, like, I'm pre- I'm working on a presentation along with Call 45 where we his buddies and my buddies will beat the crap out of each other in Halo soon enough. And, you know, one way or another, it could go one or two ways. The audio could be wonky or there could be, like, glitches here or there, whatever. It's a prototype to me. I'm just saying this. As long as we can go ahead and make that show for them, you know, make that show for you guys, them being you guys. We make that show for y'all, and then we keep making more and more on top of that. Hell yeah, y'all would be having a good time with that. It's just something to look forward to, you know, and... Hey, I just really worked on a lot of stuff around here, you know, trying to get things set up for that and J360 Jams, as a matter of fact. And you see, if there's one thing I can say, because I can only speak from the narrative of me. I can't speak from your narrative or anybody else's narrative. I can only speak from mine. My narrative of it, I survived it. That's why I always say, hey, guess what? We made it. For those of us that did, and those that had an untimely death. I mean, who would have thought that we would lose, you know, Kobe Bryant and Black Panther in the same year? Or or, or even um the physical Darth Vader, you know, David Prowse and, and Jeremy Bullock, who played as Boba Fett. Like, who would have thought, man? But you see the thing about death? Death is untimely. Death comes for anybody. And it came for a lot of people What what all sorts of skull and crossbones and fire and brimstone (laughs) this year alone. And it's still rising because people are not doing the responsible thing about this. A lot of people run around here. Remember a long time ago when you rebelled against something and there was something reasonable about it. There are people out here that are rebelling either a for the sake of rebelling or the rebelling because you know, they just don't want to take responsibility for anything. Oh, well, unless it benefits them, you know, and that's going to be an ongoing problem throughout all this. Just like, you know, the remnants of certain areas that should not be there anymore. You saw racism come back in so much full force over these past four years. But you see, the thing is, it never went anywhere. It's always been there, along with systemic. But you see, once again, when it comes to fighting the good fight, if it's televised, We all know about it. We're mobilized then. But as I've said before, and as many other content creators of color or as many different people in general have said, when it goes away from main airwaves, it don't go away, period. And now you got like the enforcers out there or the patriots doing a lot more damage than certain other people are. But hey, we all need something to blame. And the scary part about this history is it, it was going to come back in a certain way anyway. It was going to boomerang. But we're also mixing it with a bunch of other non-issues too and all these other problems that go around here. And they, they could be the most superficial things. And all that stuff's mixed and diced in and it's just, it's it's not right. And you got also these stupid people above and beyond 
going out of their way to ruin other people's lives and try to, you know, ensnare them. And it's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, like the last one we saw, and I know everybody saw it, it was the man with the twisted tea can and he slapped that fool in the face because he was going out and saying the N-word and all this other stuff. Once again, feeling his privilege and thinking that, hey, I can go ahead and flex this muscle without no repercussions. No, 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 no. Not at all. Most likely I would have done the same thing. Slam right in the head with that t- <laughs> twisted tea. Homeboy had it coming. This is all there is to it. It's like these people are comfortable in acting this way. I, I I always ask this. I'm like, is it because like there's cameras on them and they figure they could get famous some sort of way? Or is it because, you know, once again, you had a blowhard in office that decided to say, Hey, guess what? This is what I'm really selling you. Where at the same time, I'm preying on your fears the whole time to get you programmed and mobilized. That's why I always say something like that. I'm like, you know, pay attention to what goes on around you. And then not only that, we also had the Mandalorian come around. I think, did no, did he come last year or did he come this year? No, it's two seasons, so yeah, I think he came last year. But one way or another, at least it defined the series and fixed Star Wars to a point. However, I see Kathleen Kennedy still over there, so yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. But one way or another, though, it's like this. Things are exposed. I know, like, one of the funniest stories is seeing, like, this guy named uh, Pablo Hidalgo, who allegedly is an executive, like one of the tent poles in Lucasfilms, he's getting corralled around now because of making fun of um one of those YouTubers, a big YouTuber named Star Wars Theory, I think that's his name, on uh, YouTube. Which, by the way, you know, I I seen him crying in that video when Luke Skywalker was doing his thing. You can say spoiler, you want to? We all know, damn it. <laughs> the point is that. I look at it and I, and I found it funny. And I'm going to tell you why. When you're somebody that is working in the production, why do you feel that it's okay for you to come down and say something like that to one of these um, people, one of us on the internet and stuff like that? You figured out, like, we're not saying anything disparaging. It's something that that guy's really passionate about and he loves. I mean... Dare I say it, there are moments where I watch a movie and sometimes the scene is so powerful, I'm moved a little bit. Now, I don't cry like he does, but it's like this. I was moved by it. Like, you ever see that scene in Amazing Spider-Man 1 where, like, Spidey had to get to the Oscorp building and, like, he was at that spot where, you know, I think it was, like, was it Times Square or was it was one of them where the buildings weren't really in close proximity. But you see, like, he was being found... And then I tried to get there. And then the guy who was running the cranes that night actually saw Spider-Man. and was like, hey, he saved me and my kid earlier in the movie and decided to help him. You know, with all of the night crew just come together and helping him. Or like those people that were, um, you know, when the Green Goblin was bullying, was trying to attack Spider-Man pretty much. We could say bullying if you want to. But he kept coming at Spider-Man every time he was holding on to the tranny on one. And he had Mary Jane in the other. And it was a difficult choice, but he, he wasn't going to let both of them fall. And Green Goblin knew that. And that was the perfect time for Green Goblin to try to get him. But the whole city of New York came along and just was pelting him with garbage and all that stuff. Said, no, nah, you mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. That's actually the way it's supposed to be in America. You know? And it, it, it's moving. It's something that really gets you, you know, it's it's an emotional moment. But going back to this whole thing with Star Wars, though, it's like, 
it's nice to see somebody that's still passionate about Star Wars for one thing, and another thing to see like, hey, you're giving credit to the people who made this show, even though that CGI Luke was, you could tell it was CGI, obviously, but it's like, you know, it is what it is. It was it was enjoyable. And for those that like Rogue One, when Vader showed up and showed all the those rebel soldiers who's boss, it was a nice homage. It built upon that. That was that was cool. But then this guy says, you know, feelings aren't need to be shared. And I'm like, you got some moron named Pablo coming over here saying this. And then the guy goes ahead, screen caps what he says as a way of self-chugging. And puts it on his Twitter like he he won something. Like one of those rich dentists that would go out to a safari and shoot a lion that was probably busy minding its own business or licking its balls and didn't pay attention to him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like one of them kind of people. Like like highly privileged. And then you look at this ugly spud and then you're like, you are in no position to talk trash on anybody, fool. I can go ahead and make fun of you. You look like Big Al from Toys, uh, Toy Story 2. Look with a dumb overcomb. And then not only that, you got a butt chin that I feel like I need to go ahead and kick a field goal in. And then at the same time, you know, you still look like your ass should be over there at like a lower tier job somewhere saying, hey, can I get your bags? That's what you look like. And at the end of the day, it's like this. You're coming over here saying some stuff about somebody who's a fan of something they enjoy. Of course, you know this was going to backfire on you. That guy's got like well over so many subscribers and stuff. People are willing to die on a hill for this guy. I hope to get my fan base like that. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But one way or another, it's like, you're going to go this far. And like some of these executives, for some reason, during the advent of the internet, decide to feel bold enough to do this. Because this isn't the first time. There's been many times where the posture classes will go ahead and look down at us and try to figure, hey, we can talk with you on that level and stuff. Now, it's not like us going up there and harassing them. Now, I always punch up, too. I do punch up. I make fun of people like Amy Pascal. I make fun of people like uh, Tom Tom Rothman. I make fun of people like Rupert Murdoch. I make fun of, and I'm totally name dropping. And of course, I make fun of Kathleen Kennedy because my God, she's horrible. The, the the truth is, I do make fun of these people. I mean, you've seen it on the mini bite where I punched up regarding Wonder Woman eighty four, which, by the way, I still think the movie sucks, and quite a lot of people agree with me. It was awful. Yeah, I I apologize for none of that. And I apologize for none of what I said about the sequel trilogy while we're on the subject. But you see, like, once again, you know, I can see now if one of them came my way, I'd do the same thing. I'd say what I need to say. And I'm like, shoot, I'll cry all I want to. If, I, if I'm very passionate about this, I'm going to enjoy it. You don't get to harass me because I'm going to come back and harass you. I'm going to make fun of you all your stuff. Like, like, one way or another, the war is on. It's like, you know, between me and Beat 'em Down, there were times on our respective shows where we go ahead and we say something about each other. <laughs> but at the same time, though, you know, like, if I know, like, it's something really, really bad, I'm not going to go ahead and bother the man about it. You know what I mean? But if it's all about games and stuff, I expect that. You know? That's that's called ribbing. Whereas that sort of thing, it's it's not entirely harassment, but at the same time, it's really uncalled for. You're an executive of Lucasfilms. Get over yourself. You Hell, you've already won to a point, but I guess you didn't. Constellation prize collecting jerk. And then, you know, there's some people out there that say, like, uh, 
uh, he's one of the toxic, um, one of the toxic clicks in Lucasfilms. And it's like, well, that's just sad because Lucasfilm shouldn't even have a toxic click. Same with uh, anybody at Marvel. But you know this though, when there's a huge, when there's a huge assembly of people, and it's a renowned brand of some sort, you got to figure there's an evil inner circle somewhere in there, usually. Mm-hmm. No matter how many times they try to say it, like they'll go ahead and they'll say, we are very open, inclusive people. Did you really need that fine print? Once again, you got to figure this. There's a whole moment where all of the people that are in the staff and the ones that work there, they all come together. And it's kind of like this in a retail setting, too, because, you know, the management, they have an inner circle. And then, you know, like the the associates that are full-time, they got an inner circle. The ones that are part-time, they got an inner circle. You see it all the time. And they're always like, oh, you know, well, we don't know if we should work with that. Or we don't know if we should. And then one way or another, it's like, this is all a circle jerk. And everybody should really not be fraternizing like this. Everybody should be treated equally to the point where everything can function. That's how I try to build J360 Productions, at least. But, you know, years ago, I'm probably sure that I've done the inner circle thing, too. Because that stuff can easily be a thing. When you start working with other people, so that you get comfortable. And you start doing all them jokes and all that kind of stuff. But you also know that you have to run a place of business. So you have to be open to whomever comes in. And some people might not be open to your style of joking. They might just be wanting to just collect the check and go home. That's just the way it is. But you got to know when to be professional. And you got to know when to be, you know, you know what I mean. But you see, the thing about it is you see all that stuff happen all the time. And because people think that they can go ahead and do that stuff, it's it's detrimental. A business can die because of stuff like that. Like, it's kind of like, you know, if I'm working with somebody and so like, well, we have rapport. We had to get to that level. And then like somebody else figured, hey, yeah, I can do the same joke. I would call him out on it because I don't know him like that. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of like something like that. But one way or another, you got to be mindful of that inner circle crap. And then not only that, the guy over here at, at Star Wars Theory, shout out to him for going after um, his would-be attacker, if you will. <laughs> Even though, you know, at the end of the day, you sit there and you look at it, it's like, once again, it's like run, tell that and all. It's like, it's, it sounds like it's petty. But at the same time, you know, that guy should really think about Pablo, Pablo Hidalgo, whatever. He should really think about, like, you know, I'm an executive of Lucasfilms. Maybe I should go ahead and be like, you know, I I, um, I, I appreciate that you like our product as much as you do. We have something new coming up later on. It was a great scene, wasn't it? See, things like that. You, you know, if you want to reach out to your fans and talk to them, that's how you talk to them. Talk to them like people. Don't talk to them like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, your feelings are here to be shared. That even sounds stupid, man. It's like, come on. <laughs> you know, but little things like that. And that's at the tail end of 2020. And I know, like, some of this stuff, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and be, you know, quick drawing what. Because, you know, like, some things are worth talking about and reliving. And then some things are not. Like, I would love for us to be sociable out there again. I would love for us to be, you know, just living our lives and going and doing our things. Hell, uh, I'm still going for my California adventure, guys. Why not? I'm going to do it. Have a good time. 
go ahead and do the Canadian adventure too. And then I'm going to go ahead and be everywhere where I need to be at. My shows already are. Why not me? And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not fulfilled. I got a lot to fight for. One way or another, like 2021, I'm optimistic about it because, you know, this is the time to really do all that stuff. Go a little harder for the things that I want. In addition to J360 TV. So, you know, like this stuff is okay. And then I have my set plans and goals and all that stuff lined up. I'm just ready. I'm in it to win it, man. So that's all there is to it with that one. And uh, take it every uh, chance I get. See what I'm saying? Because I'm in that position now where I'm not waiting. I'm going. I'm not stopping. Got to go fast like Sonic does. You know what I mean? Things like that. That's what you got to do. And then, of course, you know, 2020 was a real good year for me because the J-Man show reached another peak of ascension. The mini bites are still going on. Matter of fact, I think the second season of the mini bites happened in 2020. And dare I say it, J360 jams happened in 2020. Yeah, in June 20, in June 2020, J360 jams happened. And then not only that, the month before that, I graduated college. You know, and I may have not got in the ceremony, but. Jams, in a way, kind of was my ceremony. And not only that, I got to, you know, have a community around that in addition to, like, J360 productions in general, you know. You guys, the J360 Legion, and those of you that like J360 Jams, the Jam Fam, everybody came together full circle, you know. And I get to provide great content like this for all of you because it keeps me going, and then hopefully it keeps you all going. Because I didn't think I'd meet so many people, you know, and a lot of people actually say like this stuff keeps them going, you know, it just that's inspiring. And then like a lot of collaborations were made during one of my shows. I'm just, you know, it, it, it humbles, you know, it, it keeps me focused on things. Cause I remember one time when I wanted to hang it up, like I really didn't want to use the mics anymore. But I always think this, you know, I'm pretty damn good at what I do. I didn't see my numbers this this quarter, you know, like, why would I hang up when I'm so good at what I do? So, I won't. My legend's still being written, so I have to keep going. Things need to be done. I cannot stop at this point. This is awesome. So, you know, and, and not to mention the crossover would beat them down to lead to more crossovers, and that's what it is. Sky's the limit, man. And that's why I was like, you know, the Hangout show. I really focused on that. Like, panel discussions there and everything. Like, that would be great. You, you know, it's just going to be fun. Everything's going to be right there. And it's all about how much are you willing to sacrifice for it. And in the right ways. Because there's a lot of people that sacrifice too much. And they get nothing in return with it. But at least with all this, you know, I'm cool with it. And then... Well, the J360 Productions website is doing fine. Yeah, check it out sometime, J360Productions.com. Like, right now, as I'm streaming the show live, you actually can enjoy it there, in addition to enjoying it right here where the station is with Spreaker.com slash J360Radio. That's achievement. Oh, and of course, all the wild antics at my day job. You know, all those times that I... <laughs> 
man, management did not know what to do with me. And they still don't to this day. And I'm going to tell you, as many times as I keep trolling them and all that other stuff, basically just pretty much pointing out how stupid they are. You know, I also am very sophisticated in the way I work with the customers. And, you know, and I always help them out. Like, I never, you know, on one hand, I don't really care for management and authority. But on the other hand, I don't mind helping people. And then, you know, I did provide good services all the time. In addition to standing up to real, real stupid people. And, man, I could... If I could if I could have the same amount of money in association with the many stupid people <laughs> that I would deal with. Oh my god. Which one would be the tax write-off? I'm just asking. That's one of them kind of things that make you think. Now, this is the part of the show where I, I want to talk about video games to a point. Uh, anything special come up for you guys? Because I know, like, with me, I did a lot of retro gaming. Uh, if anything, I would say, well, Shenmue 1 and 2 came out in 2019, right? But then Shenmue came out in 2020, did it? Shenmue 3? No, no, couldn't have, couldn't have. Well, either way, there were games that I played. <laughs> and then, like, I started to, uh, work on the Power Play series again, and I pulled out some old games just to test out the tech that I do have around here. And, um, you know, I fell back in love with my PS2. I fell back in love with my PS3. And my PS4 is still the crown jewel around here, even though the PS5 is out. It'll be waiting for me along with the Xbox Series X. Yeah, I made a decision a long time ago. that I was going to go ahead and get them both. We're going to get some multi-gaming going on around here. You know, whether it's before California or after California. Probably after California, though, most likely. Because I'm just trying to do all I got to do. I'm going to be working. <laughs> you know things like that and i know it seems bleak and all that crazy stuff right now but that is always darkest for the dawn make this stuff count is what i'm saying but i will say it is a tie between which one is the biggest bust this year is it the avengers or is it cyberpunk and you know the thing about cyberpunk is i heard it's actually pretty good on um pc and I think the next-gen consoles are okay. But considering all the stuff that went down, it's inexcusable for it to actually, you know, miss the grade entirely on the uh, current gens. I- I'm just like, come on, man. Eight years. So much promise. So much hope. I had an idea of how to customize whoever my character was going to be. And, you know, I was going to base it off of the, one of the characters I write about all the time. And... That that's the best we can do, right? And then not only that, like the whole retraction, the the money, the the, the refunding alone, it's just it's so. Oh man, I, I'm like this. You already delayed it enough times. I get it. There were memes about it. There were meme channels about it. But whatever happened to having a complete game? You know what I'm saying? Well, then again, you probably say that may have what gotten us all into this. Maybe. I figure as much like, you know what? All games started out as vanilla at one time. Then you get the DLC and then the seasons pass, all that cool stuff. You know, your season ones, your season twos, your season threes. There were ways that this could have been successful. You know, you understand my meaning. We could have had that base right there. 
I mean, and then you look over at Avengers and you're like, they had a lot of time to develop and fine tune that too. Well, when I went ahead and I got it for um, PS4, I was, um, hmm. You can do a good Avengers game though. You can. It's been done three times over. It's called Ultimate Alliance. But they want it to be different, I'm sure, because, you know, whole different group. I get that. Uh, but, you know, at least they were focusing on Miss Marvel. I mean, you know, she had her time to shine, even though she had her time to shine in Young Avengers and all that. And not to mention, like, her graphic novel. But, hey, she was supposed to be our audience surrogate into that world of men and gods. <laughs> or gods and men's. What, whatever. I was trying to be um, dramatic about it. Mind your business. But the truth is, it's like between those two games, I don't know which one's like the biggest bust. So maybe we'll just go ahead and make it a tie. But I would like to say that the game of the year, though, for me, well, let's see. I could say Street Fighter 30, and that's the end. Oh, yeah, y'all expected it to be something else, huh? Something else stellar, right? Oh, you expected it to be Black Ops, or you expected it to be um, Modern Warfare? No, no, man, exactly. It was Street Fighter 30. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. It's not Street Fighter 30 at all. Uh, I guess I could say Mortal Kombat 11, and it's many, many versions. It's gotten ridiculous now, though, with that Ultimate. How do you think about it, man? Aftermath came out, like, how many... <laughs> We should have just got a big season pass for both of them, man. I mean, like, the whole the whole kit and caboodle of Aftermath came out, like, in, what, November? And then all of a sudden, like, this Ultimate Pack came out in, like, December, at least, or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm just sitting there thinking, huh. And then Rambo's in there, and the guest character thing is just above and beyond crazy now. But I thought it was cool that Melina came back. And Rain finally made his appearance, but I'm still mad that the Cyber Ninjas didn't, you know, get their due. But hey, maybe that'll be in um, Ultimate Double X whenever that comes around. It's just one of them things to think about. But you know what, though? I'm sure you all have a different list. I'm sure some of you probably would say Among Us. Which, by the way, I have that game, and uh, any of y'all want to play, you know, let me know sometime. Yeah, Among Us is good, too. Maybe I should have did a top five. But, hey, however your game of the year was, quite a lot of people would probably say Miles Morales. I think Miles Morales was all right. I think so. Yeah, yeah I guess. I guess. I think so, yeah. yeah. It was pretty good. Hey, he's getting his due, and that's all that matters. But um, as I go about this, I should be working on, like, different segments for, like, comics and anime and all that kind of stuff. So, I will be doing that next time. And, you know, here on the Year's End special, let me just tell you this. I know it's a part of the Holiday Fest. But, hey, when you chop it in half and you see the gold sheen of the J360 logo, which, you know, comes every time at this point of the year, it lasts for two two weeks. But we're showing the celebration for the new year. And I'm sure some of you guys have your hopes for the new year. You have your goals, your plans, and what you want to do and stuff. And guess what? With all this going on, I think this is the time to put them all into action. I think this is the time for you, as well as me, to stop BSing around. Go ahead and get on that saddest bust. 
going ahead and make things happen. Shout out to S. Anthony Thomas for that. I have never forgotten that, sir. Don't be satisfied entirely. Bust your ass. Work as hard as you need to. Go as far as you can. Like, you know, you'll get some attention, but I think it'd be best if you got respect, too. And one way or another, that respect is going to come. And then comes in addition to that, money. Lots and lots of money. The cold hard cash in the palms of me hands. All because I worked and earned it. But then that's only until the tax man comes and takes away the gross. God, free market enterprise, boy, I tell you. Why can't I just been a sleazy man? Hey, look, here's the thing. <laughs> you know, it gives you something to think about. One way or another, we can make this stuff count. I mean, it's not all done yet. And truth be told, I'm willing to see it. And then hopefully we'll have better stories to talk about. Because I'm sure some of y'all handled the 2020 in a much different way than I did. I just try to make the best out of a bad situation. And you know something? I think I did a good job. What do y'all think? Well, hey. Don't too many of y'all tell me at once. Like, be like, what are you talking about? We didn't have movies. I know, I know. One of the biggest letdowns for me is that I didn't get to see Godzilla versus Kong, but I did get to see Wonder Woman 84, so nobody won. Sucks. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Well, technically, we all did win. We made it. We got to this point, y'all. We're at the summit. We made it. So that means in about, um, let's see. Well... An hour and a half, at least with East Coast, I would say. Or by the time you hear this episode, the ball has dropped. The sound has gonged. And it will be 2021. And we're going to extend this a little bit. So you see, the thing about 2021 is, is this. No. Just because it's a new year doesn't mean you get to take your mask off. We're going to have to ride this thing out until maybe April. I'm just saying. Another thing is, don't get too selfish about it. Be open that you're here to see this day, but don't be too open to the point where people want to kick your ass. Let's just have a good time. And one way or another, for those of you that know January's coming, pay your bill. Like, just pay that stuff off. You know Christmas is expensive. Comes every year. We're going to go ahead and do this right. We ain't going to be in debt. We're going to go ahead and handle some things. And I need to quit talking like this. But I won't. Because I'm having a good time. Uh, and you know what? It's it's not fun no more. Uh. <laughs> but you see, the thing is, is that, you know, it's going to be something new. And if you want new things to happen, you're going to have to make it new. And you're going to have to go ahead and step it up a little bit. And that's what I'm going to be doing. Because, man, one way or another, I know even after this Halo match. Well, no. Even after jams, the Halo match and all. It's going to be one busy busy time and you know something cool well that's all i have for you guys right now i hope that one way or another i made you all breathe a little easier and feel optimistic and think about the good things you know because focus on the bad things and the talking town too much one i'd be no better than mainstream media and two i am better than mainstream media there you go. So, <laughs> I will catch you all later. Yeah, that's Jay from J360 Radio that said that. Hold on to that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, I want you all to take it easy. Happy New Year to y'all. And uh, I'm out of here. So, um, 
Peace to you, Kay. Laters.